Hey there, Average friends, and welcome to AV Pod, the Average Punk community AMA turned into a podcast. Every week we catch up on Twitter to discuss the project, share ideas, celebrate wins, and grow our knowledge together on all things within the NFT space and beyond. So if you're pretty average just like us and hungry for another slice of pizza, then keep on listening. You're in the right place. We're all average punks. Welcome, everybody, to the AVP podcast. Um, this has been going for, yeah, in the background, probably about a month, a couple of months now. Um, Alicia is the, uh, the mastermind behind the, the context as such, and, and um, Mickey provides the laughs and the, the interesting conundrums during the week. So, yeah, my, uh, my role, I jump in and we talk about a little bit about um, security and also I think with this space, one thing that's always become apparent is that we're we're learning, we're constantly evolving, evolving, and um, there's there's always new content. So I um I lead away with a uh, what's it called? What I learned this week, but um it's an interesting program this morning. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, we do have the core team, which is awesome. I'm really excited about this. Um, obviously the time slot's been a, a thing that we've been working around with, and yeah, to jump on. Um, with you guys for this one. Yeah, really excited. Um, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, so let's um, let's kick it off. I think, Brad, we took, we're, we're mentioning the uh, the MVPs that are coming. Yes. So, uh, do you want me to talk about that or did you want to talk about that? Yeah, mate, go for it. Shoot for the MVPs. Okay, cool. cool. So um, we have right after this podcast recording, uh, live raffle that we're going to hold. We had 68 people sign up to mint the MVPs on Friday. Uh, we have 25 of the final MVPs available to mint. Uh, there'll be 0.3 ETH each. And so we're going to raffle off between those 68 people, the first 25 rolls um, that they will be able to mint during our DCL party on Friday when we go live um, on DCL and with the the uh, mint for MVPs. Um, we are, after the 25 are chosen, going to select 20 more people um, and their wallets will be uploaded. So in case anybody does not mint an MVP after that allotted time on Friday, um, it'll be kind of a, a free reign for anyone to go and grab one who hasn't grabbed one. Sorry, Brad, and, let me just... Yeah, go let, ahead. Let, let, let there, bud. We're going to pick 25 names today plus another 20. And then on Friday, what will happen is at the start of the party, we'll upload the first set of 25 names. You'll have one hour. If you haven't minted within the hour, we'll then upload the second set. So we won't upload all, all 45 at the same time. Correct. Sorry. That wasn't very clear. Thank you. Um, and so we're going to pick those those secondary 20 after um, the first 25. So you'll know if you're on that list and, and certainly we'll update you after that first hour, uh, how many are left, if any, and um, when you'll be able to mint or try and mint, I should say. Um, there's not going to be a, a, an order. It's we're going to put the 20 up and first come, first serve uh, for those MVPs. So that's kind of the MVP. Uh, obviously, that led into a little bit um, on Friday, the DCL party. Uh, we're going to have uh, DJ Tropics coming back. We're going to have a whole bunch of giveaways. We're going to be walking around and having a good time. Um, it's at 
6 p.m. Eastern time. That will be 3 p.m. Pacific time and 11 p.m. Uh, UTC. I got those times right, correct, Paul? It's 11 so p.m. for you. It was 11 p.m. for you, right? On no. Friday? No. See, I didn't get it right. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. One second, let me just confirm. I was going to say, I think it's... You can see we are proper organized today. One second. I always find uh, when it comes to time zones, probably the trickiest part is... We've got people all around the world in this um, this project, right? So Alpha's in the UK, Brad's in the US, you know, Mickey, Alicia, and I over in um, what's it called in Australia. You've got um, DJ Fran as well, who's um, who's overseas. I think you're based in Germany at the moment. Could be wrong, um, but yeah, <laughs> it's definitely uh, always a work in progress. <laughs> I should have just stuck with the Eastern Time Zone that I knew. <laughs> My my worst problem is that I cannot find uh, if um, Beef you and and uh, everybody from Australia are a day ahead of us. Is it PM or AM at your time? I don't know. It's so confusing all the time. Uh, I was wrong. You were right. It is um, eleven PM UTC. Okay, cool. And so that would be Saturday. At what time for you, Beef? Do you know? Oh, Googling it now. Yeah. Is that Mick? That is Mick. Yeah. He made it up. Hello. <laughs> Comes in with the save. Thanks, Mick. <laughs> I think so. Anyway, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what time it is in Australia half the time. Well, <laughs> hey, just be online all the time and come show up. It'll be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's that's the MVPs and the launch in the party. Um, we have a lot of stuff going on. I don't want to give away all the giveaways. Um, we're hoping to get a bunch of the stickers to people by Friday as well. If you put your name in for the AVP stickers, um, Shintao's working on those. And actually, he's right there. Shintao, you want to talk about it real quick? How are how are we doing with the stickers? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't know if they will be overseas by Friday because today is Wednesday. Uh, I usually see stickers arrive overseas about five days. Uh, but they're definitely in the process of getting sent out. Uh, I got to envelope everything and, uh, you know, everybody's name and stuff like that. But uh, they'll be going out pretty soon. Uh, you guys seen the uh, two designs in the Discord, and I might have a couple more designs also that I'm sending out. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I went through and looked up uh, a bunch of other stuff and picked a couple other designs that I liked and uh, ran a couple more stickers. So there's actually going to be uh, a whole pack of stickers coming out, uh, you know, randomly uh, to people. So that should be nice. And we, uh, then there's also, I've just put the Poe app in the server as well that Tropics is designed. So just guys, remember the, the party this week is not in our Discord. It's in Decentraland. So we'll post the link. It's on Decentra Decentraland events. Uh, I'm just trying to find it uh, on there. Uh, but I'll post the Decentraland link in the server. I'll, link, uh, I'll, I'll link it to the 
to the Twitter account. Okay. Perfect. So while he's doing that beef, do you want to, do you run your, what we learned this week segment now? I don't want to hijack your podcast. I'm going to hand it back over to you. I talked about MVPs a bit. Not so is, there, is, there, is, there, is there any other news you've got? Uh, that's a good question. I think no. Let's we're gonna focus on on Friday and and uh, when Legacy Leaders comes up, we're gonna let them talk about them. But those are the I think the focal points of the news for this week, and then we'll have a bunch Excellent. more things um, come Friday or Saturday. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, what well, is normally what what is beef lad? Yeah, definitely. So for this segment, I'm, I guess I'm carrying it over two weeks. Um, it's 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 been an eventful couple of weeks, but um. Yeah, I think for me, um, one thing that I, I probably I hear unfortunately all too often is about mods being hacked, being vulnerabilities within Discord servers, and um, yeah, the Firebase people just exploiting um, Discords and the communities involved for um, for an opportunity to to take more ink. Um, so. I guess like the example I'm going to talk to, it happened a little while ago, um, but there there has been, you know, um, I guess like sequential uh, Discord hacks since, and it's talking about like um, Discord webhook attacks. Um, now, I guess like only until recently, I had no idea what an API or a webhook necessarily was from what it did. Um, so that's kind of like the uh, the rabbit hole that I've jumped down for the for this week's topic. Um, so everyone probably would have heard about Creature Toads, uh, the Discord. I'm pretty sure a few people got involved. Um, it was definitely the talk of the town when it did come out. So um, essentially I had a look into there. Um, so what I'll do first is I'll just talk about the hack and then we'll talk about APIs and webhooks. Just give you a basic example so everyone knows. Um, they can take that example and just like, you know, have, have like a basic knowledge about it. And um, by all means, I'm a noob here. So if I get something wrong, shout out either on the Discord or put your hand up, always open to learning. Um, so yeah, with the, uh, with the creature toes, the Discord server was exploited by using like a phishing webhook. Um, to gain access to server controls. Um, so the user or the, the mod who was involved um, was compromised um, and the permissions were then upgraded, um, which allowed for a, 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 a fake post to be uploaded with a, what's it called, a fake URL, which then directed funds into the scammer's wallet. Um, so essentially... A webhook is an application that provides other applications with real-time data, okay? Um, and to kind of break that down a little bit more, I'll head into, you know, what the, the difference is between like APIs and, and, uh, and the webhooks. So an API is an application programming interface. Essentially, it kind of allows two-way communication between software um, and driven by like our requests. So... I'll give you an example of an API. Um, I want you to think, I'm going to set the scene, right? So I want you to be sitting in a restaurant. You're there, about to enjoy a really delicious meal. And I want you to think of the API is a messenger. But in this case, it's a waiter in the restaurant. 
All right. So you're sitting there at the table with a menu of choices to order from, and the kitchen is part of this system that will prepare your order. But what's missing is this critical link to communicate your order to the kitchen and deliver your food back to your table. All right. So that's where the waiter or the API in this instance comes into play. So the waiter is the messenger that takes your request or your order and tells the system, the kitchen, what you want it to do and then delivers the response back to you, which is hopefully your food. Um, so essentially with, with um, APIs, they are ways in which we communicate with, with software. Um, and I guess like you can build that analogy of a, of a waiter in a restaurant into how you're using applications on your phone. Um, now to tie back in with webhooks, webhooks are a type of API that is driven by events rather than the requests. So essentially when you're at a, at a restaurant and you're ordering and, you, and the waiter is that API, um, it's more of like an event situation, right? So say for instance, you're sitting there at that table and the alarm bell goes off saying that there's a fire in the kitchen, someone's food's getting burnt. You, need, you then know from that event occurring what to do next, which would be to leave the building, right? So you can see there that the, the API allows for two-way communication, whereas the webhook is like, this event has occurred, do this. So um, I guess like back to the, uh, the way that the server was hooked, um, or sorry, um, the, the hooked. <laughs> the way the server was hacked was um, someone had, had gotten into, into the server, um, changed the, uh, what's it called, the permissions, upgraded the role, and they put in a URL, which essentially people would click on and then they would go into minting a separate project and about 88 ETH was stolen. Um, it was probably like the, the main, I guess, like webhook hack that happened back in October. Um, but since then, they have become a little bit more, um, I guess, like nefarious in ways which people are taking money. So, Beef, do you know so, yeah. um, how they dupe the mods in the first place? Say that again, Alpha. Do you know how they dupe the mods into clicking these links in the first place? Um, so, essentially, I have read a couple of, um, what's it called? Um, like tweet storms on it, so to say. But essentially, the one way that I know they go about it is they start up a uh, conversation with, say, the moderator. Yeah. Um, and what they do then is they have a, they hold a separate conversation. I'm pretty sure with um, the Discord, and they look to get the moderator, um, what's it called, like banned or removed from, you know, I guess like working in his capacity. Um, and then they come back into the Discord, change their name um, to what the previous mod's name was, and then go about, um, I guess, like trying to infiltrate that way. But So the, yeah, way, they, I mean, uh, the way they entice you, if you're mm -hmm. a mod, they're going to uh, approach you about a job. Yeah. Or they're going to approach you about... Um, something that they know that's going to interest you and that may get you into another server. So it could also be a collab and they right. also have set up a fake uh, fake server for, for a collab and they would right. have had, you know, it would all be botted and they'd have bots chatting in there. So it looks like, you know, it's a 20, 30,000 people project. And then when they invite you into the server, 
either way, they're going to invite you into the server or they're going to get you into a private chat and they're going to send you a link where you've got to verify um, for either a free NFT so they can put you on the whitelist or that they, you know, but the main thing is that the, they will get you into that server and then they will give you a link either when you're verifying or to collect your wallet or one of these sort of excuses to get you to click a link. They'll then take you to the external website and there you will have to probably drag and drop something to verify yourself into the browser as a bookmark. Whenever you're verifying, whether you're a mod, whether you're not a mod, whether you're just a person in the server, do not you know, bookmark anything when you are verifying to get into a server or having a chat with a stranger. That, just as, as simple as. And, and for, somehow from that bookmark, they then get that web link and take over your basic Discord and, and hack your Discord. Far out. So no bookmarking <laughs> when doing a no, collab land. No, no bookmarking, no um, strange methods of you know uh, verifying. So you guys have now been around a long time. You've probably been in a lot of servers. You've seen there's three or four methods of, of verifying that people use and none of them involve you connecting your your wallet none of them involve you putting your wallet address anywhere and none of them involve you bookmarking anything at all so you start noticing these things that are a little bit strange from what you would normally do walk away from it and i mean do you reckon like that's really good insight um alpha and i guess like you know one of the ways in which i'm kind of like combating i guess or restricting myself from exposure is I always like um, go back into my MetaMask and I, what's it called, cancel all the, the websites that I've been connected to. You reckon yeah. that's a good, like, you know, rule of thumb practice or what other, other tips yeah. and tricks? Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a good standard practice. You can also go mm -hmm. to revoke.cash, I think it is, and, and also Etherscan's revoke access. Um, uh -huh. And that, those, were the, those will show you which... Um, NFTs, which coins, which projects, um, who has access to your wallet with which permissions. And then it's quite easy to, to revoke the access. The only thing is every time you, anytime you revoke access, it costs gas, but you know, spend, spend $50 if you need to, if you see something strange in there. I mean, it happened to me, you know, just like two weeks ago, I was in the SSS server. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I was just sitting there, just checking it out, having a chat with people. And all of a sudden, in the announcements page, one of the mods, uh, and the thing is, at the time, they were actually minting Reapuses, right, which is one right. of their, their collections. So people were expecting to mint, and they were just about to close it. And the way the message was written was, we're about to close Reapus Mint, we've got 500 left over, we're going to allow you to mint them for 0 0.05 each, right? Nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's, it's, it goes along with what they're doing. So me, and it just happened, I'd been in that server that very second that message went up. So I waited for about five minutes. I thought, let me see if somebody deletes this. No, nothing. Does it pop up in another server? No. I went into general chat. No problem there at all. And then I thought, okay, fuck this. I'm going to mint it. So I went and pressed yeah. the link. Minted two. And as soon as I pressed, mint, uh, pressed accept, I realized that this, this, is, this is a scam because the gas was $4, right? And Brown. that that means that I was doing a money transfer, not a, tra not a transaction. 
so that that was the first time it, it, I, and then it was too late for me to cancel i'd already clicked the button you know when you're trigger happy you're like you know and it, it already happens and and then a second transaction came up and i was like what the fuck is this and then that was more like 75 dollars, and i thought okay this might be the one that actually is doing it and, and maybe the first one is just a stuck transaction previously so being an idiot i clicked accept and then a third one came up i was like nope bang reject immediately i was like okay something's fucked up here i went into my wallet checked it and i had uh, a few expensive uh, nfts in the wallet so first thing i did is i quickly did a bulk transfer of those nfts about nine or ten of them into a different wallet uh and then i went on to etherscan and by the time i'd done that and gone onto etherscan they'd already gone into my wallet and nicked my repos that i already had sorry my sss that i had right on Etherscan, I could clearly see there was a new SSS contract there that was unverified, right? So uh, I immediately um, revoked access and it cost about $20 in gas, but I probably saved myself shitloads of ETH because there was another oh, guy wow. that had an uh, ETH alien um, stolen. There was an MF, MF stolen. I think it was in total about 32 ETH worth of stuff that the guy um, stolen got away with. Far out very lucky you realized that quickly i mean that's that's the thing i was um there's a there's probably another one that i want to do next week is like different um interactions with uh what's it called smart contracts i'm going to speak to dadev about it because when you're accepting a what's it called a transaction through metamask there's all different wordings that come up and i think you know getting people up to speed on you know the different type of wording for interacting with the contract would be very helpful um because like you said those those that third transaction yeah Man, I'm, I'm being trolled on discord mate they're they're dming me calling me a noob <laughs> well you dropped out there a bit for me mate <laughs> right on the no, punchline <laughs> i said no they're, they're all trolling me on discord by the dming me calling me uh, a noob. <laughs> rookie errors so good pretty good uh <laughs> pretty good pickup from the community but, um, I'll leave it back to you. <laughs> but yeah, so, so essentially that was a, that was what I learned this week. Um, I see is Mickey. Yeah, Mickey's still up. Awesome. I might um I might see if Mick is available to chat because his section of the uh, the AVP Weekly podcast is fantastic and really gets the community revved up. So um, Mick, if you're able to chat, mate. But yes, I'm here. I don't mind. Don't mean to disrupt this, but would it be possible to get Legacy to talk about their project? Because they're here to talk oh, about yeah. Legacy leaders. Yeah, let's do, yeah, that. let's do that. Let's do that. Look, I can. I'll, I'll, I'll do my community question next week because I've got half an hour, and I want to see what Legacy have got to say as well. Hell yeah, definitely. Good shout out for Legacy. It's over to you. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Welcome. Hey everyone. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me into your fold. Um, it's been an incredible conversation at uh, just to jump into what you were saying about security at one point, And I am also a boss beauties mod. This is Peely, by the way, my actual uh, Twitter is down below listening. Um, I came up as as my uh, NFT project legacy leaders. But in boss beauties, uh, not actually in boss beauties, but I was actually taken out of the Dapper Dinos Discord. And I think a someone went into Dapper Dinos, made it a point to pretend to be me, 
say whatever they did. I never found out. Um, and then try to try to like do the scam that's affecting a lot of people. And but I was able to cut that short because I know people who know the founders of D- Dapper Dinos, and I was like, "What's up?" I was just booted out of their server, and they told me what had happened. And I was like, "Well, this is me. I didn't do that." And they found out late, like a few weeks later that this type of scam started being really, really prevalent. So if you're a mod, make sure you have your two-factor verification on. In fact, most of the most of the communities I'm a part of, you're not allowed to be a mod without that. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing that I've learned over the time. So just to jump into the conversation that way. Besides that, aloha everyone. Uh, what kind of questions did you have for me or do you want me to just kind of jump in? Yeah, I think jump in. Tell us about the project and then we'll we'll get pro- uh, questions off of your details. Do this beef, say me. <laughs> what Brad said, what he said. <laughs> now, nah, Legacy, we'd love to hear a little bit more about your project. Um, yeah, please give us a, give us a rundown of, of exactly... Um, yeah, what, you, what you're bringing to the NFT space, because I know it sounds like um, you've already bought a lot in the, the, I guess, like the communities you mod for, but this is your project. So, yeah, give us a rundown, please. Well, I am super excited. Again, thank you. I am honored to be on this on in this space with you. So it comes down to, and I've been thinking about this ever since I jumped into NFTs with Gary V and became a V friends holder was how can I connect real estate with NFTs? I am a multifamily and apartment investor. I'm a, an apartment syndicator, which basically means in a very high level, cause I could spend the entire hour talking about syndication is I pull investors funds to invest in a project. And everything I do is highly scrutinized by the SEC. So all those rules, I got that, I'm not afraid of that. It was making the connection between the two. And this is months of planning, months of talking to different types of attorneys, SEC attorneys, regular attorneys, other people in the NFT space, people in the real estate space. And I was actually on Clubhouse for months asking people, why hasn't anybody made this community connection and this connection between what we do in apartments, apartment investing with NFTs? And one day I woke up and I was just like, you know what, F it, I'm going to do it. So Legacy Leaders is an indigenous woman-led NFT project. I'm native Hawaiian, born and raised in Hawaii empowered by real estate community and legacy building. Our values are, or our core principles are value, vision, and versatility. And that's, those are three foundational things that we actually, my husband and I actually carry throughout all of our businesses. So within value, we're going to strive to always give maximum value to our community. We never promise profit though. Any Anything you jump in and they're promising you cash flow, they're promising you all these things, run away because that is something you cannot do. Via SEC regulations, you can never, ever promise profit. Talk to any attorney, especially in the real estate space. I never, ever tell anyone that I'm promising them profit. And I have, I have source and I have, I have raised millions of dollars for real estate. So all of those investors that I work with and I love and they love me, I never promise them anything. 
So never ever go into projects that promise, but we will strive to give value and ours is a community first mission where we can all win together. So our vision, we are completely docs. You can look up the name Pili Aloha or Pili Yarusi on Google and you will find me all over the place. I suggest you take a look at my, my, uh, my email or my uh, website, Yarusi Holdings, if you wanna know more about what I do in actual real estate, but you can find me all over, all over the place and you can find my husband as well. And we're using our power, our knowledge of real estate and bringing this business sense and this, this investor savvy into the NFT space. And then versatility. I didn't wake up one day a, like, I didn't wake up good at real estate and I'm still learning. Just like we didn't wake up one day all experts in NFTs and none of us are because we're still early, right? So quote, we're still early. So being versatile, having all having business experience, having entrepreneurial experience, we have experience in construction, restaurant ownership. My husband still co-owns his beer brewery in New York City. We we have we have gamers as part of our team. Our oh my goodness, our artist Sia Ohm, you have to look her up. She is a Marvel Comics, DC Comics artist. She has created her own comic book called Lola XOXO with S Aspen Comics. And she is continuing to just astound me. Everything she drops, every anytime she like, anytime she texts me with new art, I'm just like a kid in a candy store. I am so just overwhelmed by her just artistic ability. Having her as part of my team has been amazing. And also I have uh, Crystal Groves listening right now. She's in the audience. If you want to bring her up, if she has time to come up, she is my Discord mod, my community, not, not Discord mod, she's my community manager. She's, she's, built out the security. You're talking about security. You want to talk security. You need to talk to her. Like I could not do this without her. Also one of my advisors, he's a gamer. He does Fortnite, T-Mojo's down there. And my husband, he's holding it down. He's holding the real estate business down right now. And together we make this incredible team that wants to bring all of our knowledge into the NFT space. So for phase one, our drop, is going to be, it's an NFT project consisting of 10,000 uniquely generated legacy leaders empowered by real estate. Um, they're gonna be dropped as ERC721 tokens on the Ethereum blockchain. So what's gonna happen? What are you going to get for this project? This is going to be our first NFT real estate empowerment project, which will grant you access to the community passionate about building a legacy together. I want to bring together leaders, great leaders. They don't create followers, they create other leaders. And that is what we want to do. You're gonna have access to a private platform for education about investments, course this is not financial advice for folks it's education it is basically letting you know everything that jason and i have gone through have done in real estate and we've run the gamut i started as a real estate agent we got into house flipping wholesaling small rentals large rentals and we're now uh, um, jumping into development this is, you're also gonna have membership into a community-driven NFT DAO focused on supporting women-led projects. 
and giving members access to virtual real estate property in the metaverse. We're going to be um, investing in metaverse projects as well. Of course, the governance of this will not be in my hands. It'll be in the hands of our legacy leaders. Members will have absolute say in the life cycle of the legacy leaders DAO facilitated through smart contracts. And then the NFTs from this phase will actually provide you access to an NFT REI Nashville conference, which is something that I actually talked to my team about today in real estate. So we're already building that out. And then we also have a community that gives back. A portion of the proceeds will go to houseless shelters, particularly women's houseless shelters in Hawaii. I want to give back to the people who raised me this land, this amazing place that I come from. Um, once upon a time, my mom actually used to work for a women's homeless shelter. And I got to basically live amongst like the children there. I was, I was all of seven or eight. And I just remember like there being such love there and such care and such need. So I want to give back to these communities. And then of course I talked to you about CL. You have to look her up. She is amazing. If you go into the legacy leaders, if you go into the legacy leaders, Twitter, she, we have posts from her there, click on her like click on her face, click on her PFP and take a look at what she does. She is amazing. Or jump into our Discord, of course, and you can come talk to her. And then, of course, give backs to our community. We've given back, I think we've done two Fame Lady Squad uh, giveaways. Um, where We've done two uh, NFT Heart giveaways. And we're going to continue to give back. I don't believe in waiting until after Mint to start this. You know, everyone that's coming into our Discord, being a part of our community, they're already giving us their time. So why not try and give them back as much as we can? And then this is also going to give you access to in the I'm just reading this. I have to revise the uh, the website, but this is actually phase three. Phase two is the DAO. Phase three is going to be an NFT drop that will connect the dots between what my husband and I do in real estate investing and large apartment investing and NFTs. The drop from phase two will allow membership to a real estate investment fund organized by as a legal entity. And we're going to be complying with US securities law and offering liability protection for qualified NFT holders. So that's a little bit about what we're doing. If you want to jump into our road or our, it's actually our mint map, you can find that over at legacyleaders.com. Um, this is where I go into detail about where the profits are going to be allocated during the mint and how we're going to structure that. But that's, that's our project. I am really, really excited about building this. I'm really, really excited about our, our title, Building a Legacy Together, um, jumping into Web3 as leaders, as, as at the forefront, because that's what we all are. We are so early enough that we are at the forefront of what we are all building here. So why not step into this space together? So again, some of my team members is myself, Pili Yarusi, my husband, Jason Yarusi, our artist, CEO, um, our amazing community manager, Crystal Groves. And we have our advisors, Ashley Smith, aka Board Becky uh, from Fame Lady Squad, and also T-Mojo, who's down 
um, who's actually listening tonight today, and he comes from a gamer's background, and he is part of the organizational structure of what we're building here. We have many other team members. All of our mods are our community leaders. I could not do this without them as well. We are creating leaders together. And yeah, if you have any questions, please ask them. Come on up. Do you, uh, shall we invite some of your team up? Beef, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was just going to say, I was checking out, um, what's it called? Crystal Groves um, Twitter um, account as well. So yeah, definitely get her up. Um, it sounds like you guys have got a lot to add to this um, to this space. So, yeah. Um, DJ Fran, if you could bring up. Yeah, I, I uh, invited a couple of them, but nobody is answering, sadly. But whoever wants to speak, just raise up your hand, and I'm going to invite immediately. Yeah, they good might usually if they can't get come up here. That's usually a uh, fair warning that they're usually building things. Yay, Crystal came up though. Hey, Crystal. Hey guys. Hey, hey. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what so to what to jump in and, and talk about, but yeah, I've been uh, part of Legacy Leader since the beginning, and I'm also a moderator in a lot of other discords, like V Friends, Boss Beauties, Fame Lady, BFF, uh, which is a, another upcoming project that involves some some big names like uh, Myla Kunis and Tyra Banks and Gwyneth Paltrow, and so ask away. She is also, yep. and she's super humble. She is also, like, when I say I can't do this without her, I'm not lying. I'm not just blowing smoke. Like, she has structured our Discord in such a way where our community can feel safe, where, like, I go into, I go into, like, our, 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 like, backlog of things, and she's, like, taking out scammers that I didn't even know existed. So having her on the team has been instrumental to our success. So again, thank you so much, Crystal. I have a question though, how maybe this will help everyone who's listening right now. How did you structure or give us a little bit of insight on how you structured the security of our Discord? Um, so yeah, so one of the things I like to, to start with is um, I mean, I've been a, a moderator for VFriends since May of last year when they were minting. And if any of you are familiar with VFriends, Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, NFT project is pretty massive in terms of like the Discord size. We're at like over 313,000 people in the server. And I call it the farmer's insurance of NFT discords because it's like I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. Like we get so many people that come in and try to scam that it's it's almost like you have to have lots of mods that have a lot of Discord experience in order to even handle the volume of scammers that we get in VFriends. So that experience is what I've based all of the security knowledge that I have off of. So one of the things that we've done in Legacy Leaders is we have a custom security um, wall in order to get into the server that we're, we're kind of experimenting with it right now. It seems to be working pretty well because it does require you to read something in order to get into the server. And as we all know, on the internet, people don't really like to read. So it makes sense that we would use that as a, a method for getting into the server, like basic critical thinking skills to, to get past that first wall. We also use several bots that help us to maintain security. My absolute favorite, and I actually do 
Discord security setup for NFT projects. I've been doing, I've done like five in the last month. So if you know, if you do know of security like servers that need that done, let me know. But I will tell you offhand, my favorite bot of all time is Hashbot, and it was created by I believe one of the owners in OpenSea. But what it does, if you're not familiar with it, is it allows you to set up basic filters. It has a, like a default menu of keywords that you know you can utilize as a template, and then you add filters custom to your server in terms of like. Um, when I did Discord security last week for 90s Babe before it launched, they had a bunch of bots that hopped in early before our, they hired me. That was like 90s Babes pre-sale, 90s Babes announcements, all the different keywords you could possibly think of for attempting to do a bunch of DM scams where, for members in the server. So you can pre-add all of those keywords. It blocks those accounts from joining. And it's just another layer of security, but it is definitely my favorite one because not only does it protect them from joining, but you have access to scan your entire membership list through one command and see if there are any existing that like maybe they joined and renamed or something like that and delete all of them at once. Because I don't know if you guys have ever had that experience where you get like 100 bots that join at one time and then you're like manually going through late at night, right click and ban, right click and kick or whatever. I think one night with uh, V Friends, Corso and I stayed up to like two in the morning. We had to ban 30,000 bots <laughs> that had joined just that night all at once. And it was the most miserable experience. So we didn't that, have that's the, what I recommend. That many. We didn't have quite that many. I think Brad and I, before we went live, had one evening where we spent about nine hours taking out 6,000 bots yeah, that had just awesome. joined. That was a good time. <laughs> Before, it's a bonding experience. Chris, can I ask you a question? So you've got lots of experience in the industry. There's, you know, we have people listening that are very, very new to the industry. What made you uh, think that Legacy Leaders was a good project for you to join? Well, I can tell you that I've known Peely for a while through Boss Beauties because we both mod for Boss Beauties. She's also a V friend holder. So I've had, you know, experience with seeing her in the community there. And I think part of what we do in the NFT space is really about building relationships. You build relationships with community members, other holders and projects that you've invested in. And it really builds your own inner trust circle. And I think that's where Peely and I kind of developed that trust circle. When she came to me and said that, you know, you know you're the one that I want to do the management and the security of the server. Um, and you know, I had already have trust with her because I've worked with her for, you know, several months now. So when she mentioned that it was also about real estate, you know, I don't have like lots and lots of money to invest in real estate, but it's something I've always wanted to do. So it's also an educational opportunity for me to be able to learn how to invest in real estate and be a part of a project that supports that initiative. So that's kind of where I went with that. And just in general, like, um, again, you know, one of the questions that we get again and again in the server all the time from new people and from experienced people is, you know, what do we look out for in projects to, to see whether there, we should actually be, um, you know, taking part in this, in this, uh, minting this project or not. And, you know, from what I've learned is, is NFTs is, is, you know, it's not just about the art. You know, people say it's art, it's art, great. But really, have you, have you seen any project where it's just art and it's just and it succeeded without any sort of community? Um, so what is it that you personally look out for in projects that maybe advice that you can give for people to look out 
to see whether it's a good project to um, to be in. Yeah, and it's not always easy to determine whether you should invest in an NFT project, but I do have a couple core values that I or core principles that I look at. And one is, does it have a solid development team? If it's run by a bunch of anonymous developers, that's usually a red flag for me. Um, some people create NFT projects that, you know, they buy into and then they take your ETH and they run off. So your NFT purchase is now stuck in limbo. You don't know if it'll go up or go down and no one's really working to increase the value. So if you have developers or an administrative team that has the reputation on the line, like Peely does, you know, she's got her and her husband's business on the line. I'm fully doxxed. My business is on the line. It's in my profile on the Legacy Leaders website, which I do see that you linked above. Thank you for that. And then I always check out the social media accounts. You can tell a lot by somebody, by how they act on Twitter. Like I can be Henri on Twitter, but I'm never fully unprofessional in my opinion. And I like people that are real, but you can tell that they're real. Um, I also look at, does it have an active and welcoming community? So when you join a Discord, you can kind of tell if one, if the Discord is active, two, if it seems like it's a little too activist and like it's a bunch of bots and i think that's a big thing that's been happening lately is some of these projects did you guys see the video of that was i think it was a football player where he's like join this discord it's got a hundred thousand discord people in it and he like it was all bots did you guys see that video it was viral like last week for a while i think that was des bryant yeah something like that that, that would be hilarious. a red flag yeah so, you know, make sure it's an actual active and welcoming community. Does the admin team communicate well? So do they post regularly about updates? Are they rude and condescending? Do they appear to be sincerely trying to grow that project? I did, there are a couple projects that I joined at one point in time where I would jump in and you know how, I guess it was probably like in the fall, like gas was just insane. I feel, I love how gas is now, but it was insane. And people were trying to mint, they were having failed transactions, they were losing gas. And I was watching the community just eat them alive, just like, haha, you're a noob, sucks to be you. Like there was no sympathy. The community was extremely toxic, making fun of these people losing gas. That's not a project that I would ever want to invest in. And I don't necessarily blame the admins for creating that community, but I can certainly hold them accountable accountable for letting that that type of community thrive so i avoid those type of communities and then i know it's not necessary because this kind of goes back to your other question about you know art and whether or not it has utility and and, and stuff like that but i do kind of look at roadmaps it's not necessary for me if i really love the art then i'll buy into the project no matter what but knowing that they have goals is important to me. So, you know, if I just like the art, I'll buy it, but I do look at roadmaps to see if they're planning to get back to charities, if they're planning to have relationships or DAOs or some kind of project plan, because without a plan, there's really no reason for me to invest unless I just love the art to me, but that's just a personal preference. No, and there's some great tips. Um, I think, you know, when it comes to vetting, projects for me in the past um you know i have sought out for different um i guess like not not necessarily utility but just for um i guess like different initiatives and i remember like there was a, there was a phase there for a while where i was looking um for like mental health advocacy and whatnot and um you know i found it quite hard to navigate that because i feel like there are a lot of promises made early on in projects and, and i think that's probably one thing that's shone through for me 
um, with um, what you were mentioning earlier about um, making promises um, and, you know, not necessarily guaranteeing profit, but even making profit part of the conversation. Um, so, I mean, I guess like those are the two kind of like tips I've taken from this conversation where I'm just like, yeah, obviously um, it makes sense down the track now, but um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, what you've said there, definitely invaluable. Um, I guess I do have a question for you as well, because, you know, having um, yourself on stage just to, to talk about the different, um, uh, I guess, like communities that you moderate for, what would you say are some of the skills or, or things that, you know, people who want to progress to the mod role, what do you think, you know, should they really concentrate on and try and evolve about themselves, I guess, like in the in technical aspects? What should they be focusing on? Um, that's a good question, actually. So what I would look for in a moderator for me if for projects that I would run is, you know, you want someone that's familiar with uh, Discord. You know, Discord's not complicated. It's kind of like old school chat rooms within like you got all these slash commands that give you all this additional functionality and you can categorize discussions and that's great so you know having someone familiar with discord is good but it's not the most important thing to me i think the most important thing for me as a moderator is someone that can maintain composure because you're going to be dealing with a lot of volatility in opinions you're gonna like mint day for some reason if anything goes wrong with mint it's like the worst thing ever for certain people and they will really come into your chat and just degrade the, the project being able to handle those type of conversations the pressure for that is really important for me it's kind of maintaining a professional persona no matter what and I think that we see that a lot in VFriends. VFriends has some of the best mods I've seen, in my opinion. And that's, I could just be biased. I don't even know. But on all of the projects that I'm in, all of the, the mods there are so good because they can maintain professionalism, even in the face of all the NFT drama that could happen with a project. So, um, you know, watch how people are interacting in your community see if someone is regularly available and helpful. That's one of the things I really look for too is, you know, you get some mods that don't come around for weeks at a time in certain projects. And I like seeing people in the community that even though they're not a mod, they're in there and they're providing help and they're providing suggestions and they're answering questions. And those are the people I always look at first if I'm going to consider a mod is someone that they're there doing it no matter what, even though they're not a moderator. So imagine what they could do if they were a moderator. But that's kind of what I would look at. Yeah, I love the fact that you um you brought that up because I mean I know for myself um, that's how I I got you know a moderator role as such. Um, I wouldn't say I've got like the the technical background and nuances of a lot of like the the professional mods, but yeah, I guess like getting involved and in understanding a project and then just you know I guess helping new people um, like you know the onboarding process as such. I feel like yeah. I can't echo that enough. That's actually a very nice sentiment because um, I think that's, that's a way a lot of people, you know, um, chase down some interests as well, right? Like they um, they get involved in the conversation. So, yeah, that's, um, that's great to, to hear you kind of echo that as well. Um, I guess another question as well, probably back to the project, and I'm, I'm jumping back a little bit here. Um, when uh, Pili was talking about legacy leaders, I – I've just been looking at the website and whatnot. I just wanted to know what was the minting price? Because I know you've got 10,000 NFTs for the phase one, but have you disclosed like a minting price yet? 
We have not disclosed the minting price yet. Um, we are waiting to see what the market is doing at that time. You know, the NFT market is so volatile. So we have not disclosed that yet. We have been full disclosure on everything else except for that one thing, because honestly, we do not have the answer as yet. We have some thoughts on it, but no answers. Great question. No, nice. And, and I mean, like, it, it is tricky. I know, I know like, with a, a 10,000 NFT project, and I guess from what I understand, and I've, I've got to go back and do a little bit more homework, so um, you'll, be, you'll be, I guess, like, putting that into not necessarily – was it a DAO as such? Is that what you're looking to establish, or is it more just um, then funds, obviously, to, to assist the, the community in growth and phase two? So we're doing a few things. So the phase two is the DAO. Um, that is going to be, we're going to put a portion of the mint into the DAO and that's going to be completely, the governance of that's going to be completely in the hands of the holders. So we're, we actually already structured that out. We have, I actually just printed out the documents to stick into my uh, legacy leaders file and put it in our Google Drive. So that is actually already set up. So as soon as we get to that point in our roadmap, we will push the button, uh, you know, uh, proverbially or whatever you want to call it and start the DAO. So we're excited about that. And then the second portion is the connection between NFTs and real estate. Phase three, right? Yes. No, I, I love it. I think, um, yeah, I think your project's going to do really well. Um, just like hearing both of you talk about it um, and your passion behind, you know, why why this project. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, and, yeah, I, I thank you so much for both coming up here today and, and passing that on. I think, um, Crystal, you're going to probably get a couple of messages from me. I think I've just found my next, my, uh, my new mentor, my mod mentor. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've, uh, I've loved every bit of you, um, you ladies jumping up here and talking about your project, quite clear how passionate you are about it. Um, and, yeah, I think um, I'm, I'm really excited for, 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 I guess, like getting involved and being a part of this. So thank you very much for coming up here today. Um, we'd love you to always drop by. Um, it sounds like you've got a lot of knowledge to drop as well. So I, um, I thank you for that. But, Alpha, is there there's something you wanted to, to say, mate? Yeah, there's a couple of questions in the server. Um, oh, right. So, okay. so one from uh, Average Franzi for, for Pili. Um, so Pili, any details regarding your NFT-powered real estate project? Would this act as Yol's DAO where the value comes from the physical assets rather than the digital? I'm sorry, it might be me or the fact that my kids are screaming in the background, but I think I might have been rugged or Alpha was rugged. <laughs> I'll just repeat it. Um, can you hear me now properly? I can. Thank you. Um, any details regarding your NFT-powered real estate project? Um, would this act as your DAO, where the value comes from the physical assets rather than the digital? So the DAO itself is going to be a completely separate entity. We're building a few entities at the... And I wouldn't say exactly at the same time. That's why we wanted to get the DAO structured and ready to go before Mint. Um, so as soon as we Mint out, we'll be able to start that DAO. And the, the value of that DAO will come from digital assets. 
Phase three will be a connection to an actual real estate project that Jason and I will use a portion of the funds from that drop to excuse my kids in the background. No, that's okay. I've got two myself. <laughs> for, for any of the parents in the room, all of a sudden my brain like split and I'm just like, what are my children doing right now? Um, so it'll, it'll allow us to finally make that NFT real estate connection. And like I described before, that connection will be highly scrutinized by the SEC and we're going to have to follow SEC guidelines. So the people that the members of our first drop will have access to jump into this second drop and they will have to KYC, um, also known as know your customer, and they're going to have to sign those documents that we're going to need to do. My husband and partner and everything is also up here. I did want to introduce him to the room, Please Jason Yerusi. Um, Jason, Hi, Jason. Here. he might he might be actually wrangling those kids you heard in the background, or he's just shy. <laughs> he's wrangling children. He's right. wrangling children right now. Um, when he can come up, he will. But I hope that did that answer. I'm your actually uh, oh, there sitting here finishing this closing, so I'll be out of title in two minutes, and I'd love to talk to everybody here. No problem. We are we are actually closing on a property right now as uh, as I'm on here. So that is what he's working on and why he was late to this meeting. <laughs> Talk about sweeping the floor, definitely sweeping the property floor there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna sweep one floor today and we're, we're gonna <laughs> grab this property up and I'm actually really excited about this. This is gonna be a development property. But I go on a tangent. So I hope that answers the question. Do do any of you live in New York? Or is in it New York. Or where do you live? We, where do you, which state? We actually lived in New York. That's where Jason and I met uh, about 13 years ago. We were, we ran or we managed and bartended at the same restaurant for years together. Um, so we lived there for the better part of almost a decade. I've lived in California before, originally from Hawaii, but we're in Tennessee now. Okay. Well, hey, everyone. If, hey how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me up here. I wanted to say hello. And um, I know Peely had mentioned having me say something, but I, I didn't catch the question there. If there was something I could still add value to. No, just introduce yourself. How are you doing? You know, how are you um, feeling about your project? Great. Yeah, we're so excited. I know uh, Peely and Crystal, I'm sure, have given you just a fantastic overview of what we're doing. We're just really excited to, to get it in motion. So. Part of that process, of course, is us just continuing to build on what we do in, in real life. And so we're actually uh, down here in Tennessee today putting together a development project that we're really excited about. But it's been a lot of fun just being introduced to, to so many of you, being introduced to uh, so many new people and just all the fun people that we have in our community helping helping us build what, what we see and what we envision being, being something really, really awesome for everyone in the future. Amazing. In terms of, you know, with your uh, connection with, with properties, have you, so I guess you're, you, you've got the DAO, you're going to be buying the properties afterwards, and then there's a whole load of complex methodology afterwards, but have you guys looked into how pe people can actually buy and sell their own properties using NFTs? You know, there's a number of different ways, and right? And so so some of the future is going to be very interesting, right? Because if you think on, on the use case and, and in terms of what can be done, 
and we're, we're just on, on the tip of the iceberg, right? And so think about someone who potentially is a homeowner that maybe has owned their home for a long, long time, time, doesn't necessarily want to move, right? Or, or move anytime soon. Maybe they're waiting for their kids to grow up and then at that point they move all what they have, but they have a ton of equity in their home, right? Well, there's going to be ways that, that potentially everybody almost becomes their own, you know, offering where they can offer out or tokenize out their, their equity, right? If they're an appreciating market like a Denver or a Nashville or somewhere else or even a New York City, right? Where, where they might have so much equity and be equity heavy, right? Where they can go in there and offer this out and tokenize this, that in the future that those tokens can have a lot of value to the people that will go out there and buy them, whether they buy, you know, they buy a, a token at $100 or $25 and be able to tokenize their property for their equity available, give them equity to themselves and be able to stay in their home. And the holders of that equity will have a tie into the property, will have future value, right? There's so there's so many fun things that are going to happen on the case of point and even on the point of title, right? Even so today we brought up a piece of grass, right? You know, and that, that has potential to develop it for 74 townhomes. But if you look at something for the future of real estate, imagine we've owned this grass and it's been in my family for, for 10 or 20 or 100 years, 200 years. It just, it, it's, it's, you know, unmistakably ours. However, if I went in there today and wanted to build something on it and say I wanted to put a loan on it, I would have to go to title and get insurance to prove that it's actually mine, right? To ensure that it's actually mine, even though, say, it was in our family for, for decades to come. Well, a lot of being able to go on chain and prove other points here is going to eliminate this need of, a, of almost a silly thing just to prove an overall certainty, just to prove something to the middleman and to really accomplish a goal that's already kind of sustained by what's happened. So I think we're really just on the outside of just so many possibilities. And there's going to be a lot of creative and smart people that are going to come up with more and more ways for, for, for people to be able to accomplish a lot. Without couldn't, having to go through so many circles at the couldn't, same time. Couldn't the transfer of ownership of a property just be as simple as if you if you've got a property which is mortgage free that you or even with a loan, you could transfer that to a corporate name, to a business name, which then when you're actually buying and selling the property, you're actually buying and selling the business, which cuts out the need for all the legal searches and all the other crap. And you can actually sell it as an NFT. Yeah, you could, right? And then you have to get your tax strategy and other points, right? And so there's more things that that complicated beyond that. And so, yeah, there's a lot of ways throughout that to to, to, to kind of back that into it. However, you know, it's, it's never easy on that stance, right? But yes, that's one way you could actually back it into it, which is just like, like you put there, there, there's, I guess, plenty of potential on what can be done going forward cool yeah so sorry go on brad that was a beef yeah i was just gonna say it's 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 pretty interesting space because i know like it'd be different around the world but i know in sydney or in australia at the moment we're digitizing all titles for properties um and i mean for me i've been looking for for a property for like the last year and the thing that i hate and you know I, i apologize if there's good real estate agents out there, but I just, I hate the lies that go on with real estate agents and trying to like find a property or purchase a property. I mean, I know it's like a, a delicate thing, a delicate balance. I've got to strike between selling for, for the owner and, you know, obviously finding the, finding a purchaser at the same price point. But I'm just looking forward to a day where, you know, there can be a smart contract um, exchange between the seller and the buyer just on terms that they, they deem fit where, 
you know, I feel like the transaction in itself would be so much cleaner. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've probably got a lot more knowledge in that space and in progress we've made, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I look at it and I'm like the, the real world application for me is I just, I don't have to deal with as many sycophants that are trying to, to try and get two parties to meet. So I don't know. You, you, I don't know if you can talk to that. Yeah, yeah. When you think of like the trustless nature of the product here and that not having to worry about the collateral on the other side, because think about this now, like, okay, so say it's 11 o'clock at night tonight and I'm like, oh, I want to send a text message to someone or even send a picture to someone. I can do that, right? Because we're just transferring data. But if I miss cut off the wire today, you know, I had a, the paperwork wasn't ready today. I had to go to a meeting and come back, right? And so if I was, say I got stuck in traffic or some other point and then now, you know, it's past five or six o'clock and I cut, it cut off wire, like we could potentially be out of contract because now I can't send the wire on the same day, even though I'm just, tra- I'm, it's not like I'm, they're transferring bags of money. They're just transferring data, right? But because of just the regulations you have and every other part, you know, if we, if we just had this on chain where we could just basically just do the same thing, just transferring data, right? But the data is just accounting for, for a different thing, right? In this point, financial instruments, it's the same accomplishable mission here. Ultimately though, they've just said that these protocols have to be in place because the bank industry and the banking regulations want their piece of it, right? So now we just have to have to fit within the window, right? And now, now as more people are empowered, right, you see a lot of things transfer over and title transfer over that I'm sure, you know, we, we will begin to see in the U.S., but it's going to be a slow, slow process for, for where it will probably be, be a lot quicker in a lot of the primary markets and the secondary markets will take even longer than that. And then a lot of these tertiary markets, you know, that are still working on file cabinets, are, are going to be a lot longer to the gate to be able to accomplish this mission. But as they do, and the adoption rate becomes a lot quicker and people understand it, it's going to be like, it's always been like this, you know, instead of, instead of something that we're, we're just slowly adapting. Yeah, I love that. And it's, it's always a way just trying to integrate all the different systems, um, I guess, like into the exchange as such. So, um, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be able to say that I could secure a home just using an NFT, but I, I, I feel like I'd like to buy before that comes around. <laughs> I want to buy a house with ETH. Forget NFT. I just want to buy a house with ETH. <laughs> my, uh, my, my buddy here in uh, Nashville, he actually sold, sold a house and, uh, and received Bitcoin for the purchase. It was about uh, 700 US, 700K US and uh, received Bitcoin um, and he, he actually had a lender on point. I think it was a, it was a more of a, we'll call him a hard money lender who was willing to accept that payment. Right. And so at the time when he sold it, this had to be, um, I don't know, it was right, right when Bitcoin was almost at his all time high when he did that. So luckily I think he moved out of, out of the position pretty quick. Right. Cause this 700 K value would have been a pretty, um, it worth a lot, a lot less, but it, after, after he paid off his loan, but it was interesting because he was the first sale like that in Nashville. Oh, he would have been laughing if it was at all-time lows and he did uh, that. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i got uh, nah. one last question for you guys. How um, We've got a lot of the AVP community listening, well, a few of us, and then a lot of the guys actually listen to, the, uh, listen to everything afterwards. Um, what do you, how can the AVP community support you? How, what can we do as a community when we're in your server, when we're not in your server? Um, you know, how can we help you guys? You know, I'd love to have P and Crystal jump in. I'm, I'm happy to share my part. They, they do such a job. 
I would love for your community to jump into ours. Anytime you have a moment, ask questions because the questions that you are, you're asking right now are, are really needed. It keeps us on our toes. It keeps us thinking. It keeps, it keeps the project going and it keeps, especially others that may not, may not think of those questions. Cause I want everyone that jumps into the, this project to, be educated. That's the thing about what Jason and I do. We can't have, we can't have investors that invest in our, in real life real estate. They all have to be educated. It's in the rules. We have to educate our investors. We have to be completely transparent with what we do. So that's exactly what we want to this, and we want to bring to this project is our transparency and our love of helping people above and beyond above and beyond. So thank you for simply having us up here. I mean, this has been a very, very engaging conversation. Thank you having for, for having myself, Crystal and Jason up and being able to engage with, with your community. So thank you. Uh, guys, I've just put the, uh, well, Masco's just put the, someone's just put the server link in the, uh, in our average chat. So uh, please go in there, join and go and say hi from AVPs. Sorry, Beef, back yeah. to you, mate. I finished. Yeah, I just jumped into your Discord and I could see, like, is that the hash bot that uh, Crystal was talking about earlier or am I kind of conflating two ideas just for the, uh, the verification process? The verification process is not hash bot. That is actually just custom built in Dino, um, which the methods that I used are all on the freeware version of Dino. The pro version is still good too, but yeah, Hashbot's completely different. That's something that you're not going to see on the front end. That's going to be on the back end that the mods and the administrators would see, but it is such a powerhouse. I highly recommend that bot to anybody. Oh, nice. Well, yeah, I've just kind of, I've just joined the service. So I'm sure you'll see a flood of AVPs coming in shortly as well. Um, yeah, so that was a, that was a pretty. I don't know. I haven't been into a Discord that had that um, security there before like that. I don't know. I could be just. I could just be sleep deprived. I'm, I apologize, but yeah, it looks really cool. I'm gonna spend a bit of time in there myself. Um, any of the other um, what's it called core team? Do you guys have any other questions, Brad Superman? Do you like pineapple on pizza? <laughs> I've never had it, to be quite honest, so I can't say. Sorry, you're Hawaiian and you haven't had pineapple pizza? No, I, well, Crystal hasn't. I'm not Hawaiian. I'm actually in Pennsylvania, but I don't I'm know sorry. about Peely. She might be able to chime in. So we, we actually say that to our kids because, uh, because I'm Italian <laughs> and Peely's Hawaiian. So oh, shit. Sorry. All, uh -oh. all of our kids are, all of our kids are, uh, are pineapple pizza, right? I take that back. I'm so sorry, man. I didn't know you were Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Superman ban incoming. <laughs> no, that's, sorry, that's no, that was a, that's a funny, that's a funny discussion that I've had over and over again. I do not like pineapple pizza and just a history lesson, pineapple is actually not Hawaiian. It was introduced to Hawaii and became Hawaiian because Hawaii had some of the best soil in the world for growing pineapple. But pineapple is not actually Hawaiian. 
See, so now no one should be able to put pineapple on their pizza because it's not it's not right. We got to like rename the Hawaiian pizza now too, right? <laughs> oh, uh, why, why why rename something that's so like ingrained into culture now? I personally don't like it, but I know people who swear by it. So to each their own. You can have pineapple on your pizza, or you can just have plain cheese, or have some pepperoni. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good with me. You can still come in my Discord if you have a pineapple on your pizza. It's it's welcome. All pizza is welcome. We're very inclusive. <laughs> you can you can definitely stay. I'm a, I'm a pineapple and pizza lover. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, we got um, we got Mickey. Is he still about? I want to hear this conundrum that he's been working on. Um, so I guess for legacy leaders, um, Jason, Philly, Crystal, we have this um, we have our uh, what's it called, AVP pod, and so one of our community members, Mickey, always has a conundrum, a weekly conundrum. I think last week it was, if you had a board ape yacht club, if it was given to you. Would you A, hold it, or would you B, sell it for 100 ETH? Ooh, that's such a good question. I've, I always wanted a board ape, and I feel, you know, I'm always kicking myself because I got into the NFT space at the end of April. I think they minted in April. But I want to say, I don't know. I think right now for board ape, I don't know a lot about the culture behind the project as far as like, what's the future for board ape i know what the future is for v friends like i know gary has all these plans he's just been throwing them out after one after another so i would probably sell the board ape now because it's just gotten such a massive audience and hold a v friend because i know gary's gonna make so many more decisions in the future i think that's where i would go i love that i was the same i sold it for 100 days <laughs> Jason. Oh man, it's a good call. I think I think if they have more um, liquidity providers here where, where you can actually pull liquidity off your NFT to a reasonable leverage, I'd keep it, leverage it to a small portion, say 25%, and then and then reinvest that capital. So it kind of gives me both angles. Nice. This is the type of, uh, I guess, like investment strategy, um, you know, I guess like conversations you've been having in your uh, your Discord. But, um, Pili, how about you? So the great thing is Jason and I are married, so if he's going to keep his, I'll sell mine. And, you know, I'm not sure if I would not spend all the ETH at one point because you have to remember ETH itself is an investment. So I might hold on to a good portion of that ETH because I do everything Crystal says. I would buy at least maybe two or three more V friends and then definitely jump into world of women. Um, I have one, I would buy a few more and then hold the rest of the ETH and let that uh, appreciate. Beef should, we, beef, should we introduce them to why they should be uh, investing in something else right now? Say that again, mate. I think you should introduce them to why they should be investing in uh, some of that ETH in something else right now. Yeah, so um, I don't know if you guys have maybe um, caught on. We've got a couple of, uh, what's it called, links up top, but we do have our MVPs, which are our premier NFT in our project as such. Um, 
Have you guys heard much about the MVPs? I think no. you need to. I think you need to talk about it for anyone who hasn't. Definitely. I think uh, Brad, are you about? You gave us a really good spiel before, mate, about the uh, the MVPs and what's coming up. Yeah, I can talk a little bit about them. Um, so they are our Genesis collection. We have 25 of them left um, that will be open for public minting. We have a couple that we're giving away just for partners that have done amazing stuff for us. But it enters you into our not only our server and the incredible community that we have, but also the marketplace that we're building on um one, our website, but also in Decentraland as well. Uh, I don't want to go too deep because we don't have full things confirmed yet. Um, but we are earning a lot more pizza token with our Genesis Collection MVPs. They're all one of ones. Um, they're incredible art. So Alpha has one on his PFP right now. Superman has one on his. Uh, Revolutron has one. I'm just going through who's on our call right now. Um, those are the three MVPs I saw handy. Um, and so they're earning a lot more pizza token than the average punks. And right now you're able to earn uh, pizza token to redeem for whitelist spots. And we have, we'll have a list right here of probably 30 to 40 whitelists that you're able to redeem uh, or purchase with your pizza token right now. Um, some of them have expired this week, but I was going through this with Mango the past couple of days, just trying to organize everything. And it's it's not easy to do with how many whitelists we have coming in. Um, we also will be going on chain soon with our pizza token, and that'll add even more value to not only holding the MVPs, but really any average punks or MVPs. Um, and MVP stands for Metaverse Punk, by the way. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, it gets you access to our alpha channel, which is highly successful. Uh, we've made over 200 ETH for our community the past month and a half, almost two months now. Um, not to mention you get free pizza in select locations around the world. We have 30 to 40 right now in the U.S., um, specifically Los Angeles, Buffalo, New York. Uh, by the Slice and Shintower, our biggest pizza shop owners, and, and they're graciously allowing us to set the stage to get more uh, we've partnered with the pizza dow and they're an, uh, helping us onboard 350 locations around the world um, again that's just by holding one average punk or mvp and you get to go in and get some free pizza at these shops in real life utility at its finest um Alpha, am I missing anything to give a brief overview? I don't want to. We've been on for almost an hour and a half. I don't want to go too long. Well, I did want to drop a couple of bits of info for the guys. So you got your MVPs, obviously, you've just spoken about. Um, and those of you that missed it, we went live on Pixel Farmland today. So you can now use your uh, AVP avatars. Um, we are getting we are getting our own plot transferred to us. Um, and then we'll work with Emilbo to uh, build that out for you guys to be able to use your AVPs in the, uh, some play-to-earn game. Um, you've mentioned the pizza tokens going on chain. Um, Decentraland. What is happening with Decentraland? So you guys have waited for a while. Um, 
I can officially tell you guys that we will be definitely having our avatars on DCL. They have been approved. We've got one more approval to go through, but um, it's just a formality. Um, the artwork of the first um, eight bodies is almost finished. Well, not the first eight bodies, but the actual eight bodies is done. The traits will be done within the next two to three weeks. Um, and then depending on the integration built by DCL, which we're looking at at the moment, uh, we will either have all the characters, all the NFTs on DCL within a week or uh, off the artwork being finished, or we will upload them uh, 100 at a time. Uh, and it may take a month, month and a half to get those. So moving forward, uh, when you purchase an AVP, um, not only are you getting your NFT, but you're getting your uh, in-game avatars for um, Pixel Farmland and you will be getting your um, DCL avatar, which will be directly linked to your NFT. Um, so you guys have seen a little bit of how it works with Farmland. You know, you collect, connect on all your avatars appear and you select which one you want to use. That's pretty much how it will work with DCL. Um, so it would be amazing now. You know, we're one of the first three projects to be accepted on. Um, now the race is on to be the first to actually get the avatars on actually DCL. So we have spent a little bit of extra than we, we would have normally um, to get the right person in to get the work done because we definitely want to be the first um, that gets uh, the avatars onto, uh, onto DCL. Um, couple that with, with what's happening with going on chain. Um, we're just working, you know, Brad and I were working through the tokenomics earlier today. Um, and from what we've calculated, there should be a burn rate you know, the demand should be up to 120%. So, uh, but that depends on the sort of partnerships we bring in. And, and you guys are seeing that the partnerships we're bringing in are getting stronger every week. Um, so if there's a burn rate of 120%, the way we're creating that is number one, when you go onto the website and you use your pizza token to purchase the, the website, you know, with the whitelist space, 97% of that token is going to be burnt. 3% will go into the community treasury, uh, and that will be for giveaways and other things we may, we may want to do with the token ourselves. We may want to use that to provide liquidity um, as, as pizza token on, on an exchange. Um, we uh, will also be introducing raffles, um, where potentially a little bit like um, the black box where we will purchase uh, a number of NFTs throughout the month, and then we'll hold an end of the month raffle for 15, 20 NFTs of, of decent value. Um, and again, the, the amount of to pizza tokens you use to purchase those uh, raffle tickets, again, 97% will be burnt, 3% will go into the community treasury. Um, and then the most exciting part is um, making NFTs available for you guys to purchase on our marketplace too. So, um, you guys got three weeks, you know, um, you've probably seen while we've been having this AMA, I've gone and swept a few more AVPs, but, um, if you haven't done it yet, do it. Um, pizza tokens for the MVPs at the moment is 10. Uh, that's likely to multiply by at least two, maybe more than 2.5, um, by the time we go on chain. So, um, yeah, those are the, um, updates from this week, I guess. Beef back to you, sorry, bud.
No, I was just uh, typing a message into uh, the Discord over at Legacy Leaders, but um, I think that wraps up today's chat. Is there anything else we want to touch base on? Brad, were you doing the raffle for the MVPs now? That's right, yeah. Yes, I was going to do that, and just so Legacy Leaders, so you guys know, we're going to plan to do a probably a raid tomorrow over in your server just because we're doing the raffle tonight i didn't want people to feel distracted or torn and i want to make sure that you guys get the attention that uh, you deserve so we can help you grow a little bit and then put a concerted and focused effort on your server and not have you know people getting pulled in different directions so um anyone else on the call i am gonna hop over to discord and sorry wait run. is it just me or is brad a robot uh, he, he, yeah, he's pretty broken up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in my basement. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. So, are we doing the uh, raffle on in Discord or are we doing it on Twitter now? I'm going to do it in Discord because I can stream it live. Fantastic. Sorry, Beef. Back to you, bud. Yeah, nice one. Well, I think that kind of wraps up today's what's it called? Um, AVP podcast. We're, uh, we're lucky enough to be enjoyed. Um, it's called Be Joined by Legacy Leaders, Jason Pilly and Crystal, dropping heaps of knowledge. Um, just, talk, I guess, like covering their awesome project, which we'll be minting. Um, and yeah, I think, uh, I guess, like some of the, the security insights from a lot of, a lot of um, I guess, you know, Alpha and also Crystal. Um, but also, I guess, yeah, some of the, the, I guess like the things that are next in line for our um, both of our communities, but um, yeah, I think we might wrap it up there and jump back into the Discord. Make sure everyone goes over and gives a bit of love to uh, what's it called Legacy Leaders. We will be um, coordinating um, something more later this week with you guys as well. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for your time. I've uh, I've taken a lot away from today. Thank you, everyone. See you guys later. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Legacy Leaders, for coming. Crystal, yes, thank you. Doing. So much Thanks for having us.